Hello, and welcome to the first episode and season of this podcast, where I will be telling scary stories that I have wrote. I hope you enjoy it. Also, if you would like to, please subscribe to both my YouTube and my Patreon, which both fall under the same name. Thank you. Night had arisen upon us, for the stars and moon provided extra light amongst the street lamps. I sat at the window, watching as the odd car went by. The gaps between each one grew longer and longer. I was home alone as my parents were out of town for the whole day, and they wouldn't be back around until lunch the next morning. The TV was on, the hum of the screen was noticeable, but still quite subtle. The fire ablaze as the winter air was crisp and cold, even inside the house. Eventually, I left the window and made my way to the kitchen, with my phone in hand. The kitchen light was the only other light on inside the house, as the other light on was the landing light. I made myself a coffee and went on my phone to pass some time, whilst the kettle boiled. And even before I went back into the living room with my phone and coffee taking up all the space in my hands. Placing my coffee on the table, I sat on the sofa wrapping my blanket around my shoulders as I descended. As soon as I sat down, I heard a door slam shut from upstairs. But I just assumed that the breeze of the wind had done it as my parents' window was sitting on the latch and gusts of wind made their way through blowing open and slamming shut doors. I thought nothing of it, so I turned my focus to the TV, which had ultimately changed the programme, but I didn't mind. Time went on, and the door kept opening and slamming shut. It's not like I could lock it or keep it shut, as my parents' bedroom door opened inwards, and they didn't have a lock installed on their door. I had finally finished my coffee holding my empty mug, letting the distinct flashes of the TV move forward, and I let the show finish. I stood up and I made my way to the living room light and flicked it on, soon turning the TV off. As soon as I did, there was a knock at the door. I remembered I had closed the curtains after I'd left the windows earlier. I stood still for a moment before I made my way to the kitchen placing my mug on the side closest to the doorway, and I turned the light off, shutting the door behind me. I made my way to the front door and looked through the peephole, but saw no one there. I knew it wasn't my mind playing tricks on me from being tired, because it wasn't that late and I wasn't overly sleepy. I had messaged my mum to see if she had sent anyone to check up on me, but she quickly replied, saying that she hadn't. So I brought up the door, opening and closing, and then the knock at the front door. My mum seemed to be just as scared as me. There was a light switch next to the stairwell for the living room, which I flicked off and bolted up the stairs, and checked my parents' room, seeing nothing undisturbed. But the window was off the latch and opened wider. I snapped a photo, and sent it to my mum, before placing the window back on the latch. My mum responded as soon as I sent my message, saying that she was on her way back home with my dad, which I understood. I went to my room and shut the door, 
grabbing my desk chair and jammed it onto my door handle in hopes to create some distance. I also shut my window properly, soon shutting the curtains afterwards. I know it was stupid of me, but I hid under my bed as an escape go. I heard banging from above me in the loft, and with each bang I winced. I didn't know what or who was in there, but it sure scared me. A few moments passed before my mum phoned me. Hey Alex, are you okay? I heard my mum ask frantically. It took a moment before I replied. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I reply with a whisper, trying to calm, control my breathing as the banging continues from above. Alex, what's that? My mum asks with fear in her voice. I, I don't know, it's been happening since I entered my room. I'm hiding away. I state, choking back tears and fear. Okay, as soon as I hang up, phone the police, okay? I'll do it as well, yeah? Yeah, okay. I let a tear roll down my cheek as I reply. I get the emergency phone number up, and I hung the phone up, quickly pressing call. My phone was ringing. With each ring, I was losing hope that they wouldn't pick up, but they did. Hello, this is the emergency services. How may I help you? Hi, can I have the police at 43 Ferry Drive as soon as possible, please? There's someone or something in my attic. I'm hidden in my room. The panic and fear in my voice made the operator take me relatively seriously. Okay, I will send some officers out now to your house. Are you home alone right now? Or are your parents with you? The operator asked. I'm home alone right now, I replied, my breaths coming out in chunks as tears flowed out of my eyes more frequently. All right, right, I've got some officers to your home. They should be with you in about ten minutes, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, hon. See you, she stated, the phone clicking off as the operator hung up. The ten minutes seemed to drag out, and it seemed longer. Five minutes passed first, and the banging stopped, and I heard footsteps which seemed to stop quicker than they had started. Another bang had happened, and the slow creak seemed to drag out in the hallway, but they soon stopped. Then I heard knocking at my door. It seemed as if the knocking didn't last long because, sure enough, my door handle started shaking very violently and I know who, or whatever it was out there, was trying to get in, but because of the chair, it wouldn't allow them to get in. Sure enough, the police had turned up. I heard their tyres squeal to a halt, and soon faintly hearing the door slam shut. Shortly, I heard my front door being opened and closed softly, and creaks made the way up the stairs. There was yelling and more banging, which was being carried downstairs and throughout the front door. There was a knock at my bedroom door, and I slid out from under my bed, moving the chair away from my door handle, opening it, and being faced with two officers. Hey, the man is gone. An officer went up to the loft 
and found out that the man had been living in your attic for a while now. Maybe a few months. Seems to have only come out when everyone was asleep or not in the house. The knock at your door must have been a friend of his wanting to get in. Some of the officers went to check to find the other madman. What the guy we took out wanted to do to you, we have no clue. The officers stayed with me until my parents came home, and they were told everything. They had vowed that it, that if they left, I was to go to a friend or a family member's for the duration that they were gone, and I agreed. 